There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome in to another edition of the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Pick six is back. It has been heavily anticipated as uh, the weatherman's run last year brought a lot of people to the table. And Gangster Pete, uh, what did he finish? 65% yeah, against right, the spread. Right around 65% against the spread. And that's well, that was my record overall, but he wasn't picking games really until the third week. So I think his number actually would have been higher. And something we're doing, we have a few changes this year. Uh, one of the things that I think we went about 500 on picking Missouri games. So you factor those things in the weatherman, not me, the weatherman uh, was probably closer to 70% against the spread. And this guy is ready for another year. He has been emailing me throughout the summer and he is fired up with picks. Producer Joe, G Unit, welcome back for another year of Pick Six. Hello. G-Unit uh, wound up finishing second last year. Producer Joe, you were in the mix to try to take down the weatherman, but then uh, then just kind of ran into some some bad beats, as I recall you would complain about weekly. Uh, well, I can justify <laughs> all of them, and I guess in that, in that theory they would be bad beats, but uh, I kind of hit a wall the minute college football season ended. Yeah, now college and, football uh, season's your forte. And I limped, I limped to the end. And uh, or to the end, and that was it. Well, the weatherman uh, is is fired up to provide our listeners with season win totals this year, uh, and that's how we will start the podcast. But we also have some other things uh, going on this year with changes to pick six. Now, pick six will, I guess, quote unquote, officially start next week. Um, two things that, off the top of my head, were changing, and maybe Gangster Pete, you'll point out there are others. Number one, we will not be forced to pick Missouri as one of our six games. I like that. I like that because there, I don't know how many times where I'm just like, eh, I don't know, but we got to pick it, so I'll do this. And that's not really that's not really giving people uh, when you when you really feel strongly about it. Missouri actually does happen to be one of the weatherman's plays for season win totals, um, along with other teams. But we won't be forced to pick Missouri. We'll give an opinion on it, but it won't be one of the six games necessarily. And then also, as opposed to We'll still track wins and losses, but we'll be playing with dollars this year, so to speak. Uh, Gangster Pete, explain that to the audience. Each bet will be, or each bet will be one unit, which is a hundred bucks. So every every bet you make will have a line, and based on that line is what you will win or lose. Uh, you're risking a hundred on every game. So there you go. So that so that impacts it when there's a money line play, right? So every every line has a money line. So every single every single bet will have a money line on it. So you would win six hundred, or you could lose six sixty. Is that correct? Uh, six well, depending on what the lines are. Like sometimes a a line will be minus one ten, sometimes it'll be minus one fifteen. So. Uh, but can you bet more than a few hundred on a game, or what's what's the deal based on how much? I you thought have? we were just going to use it as every every game was equal units, 
if you guys want to change it, we can. But as I was going to say, every game, you risk 100 on each bet. Okay. So then that, so then what is that, that gives doing? incentive for you not to take, like, a huge favorite just to pad your win total. But aren't all games with a spread minus 110? Most of them are. No, some, some will be 115 or 120, depending upon if they're looking at the hook or not. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, so I guess so we're like, doing that so like, differently. So, yeah, so like last night's Astros game, for instance, against the Tigers. I think they were, what, 600, 660, somewhere in that area. That if you would have taken the Astros on the money line, you still would have lost 100 bucks. You wouldn't have lost 660. Got it. All right, so that's what we're doing this year. Um, and uh, So whoever accumulates the most cash is your winner. Got it. Okay. Um, Producer Joe, we are doing win totals and any other prop bets for the upcoming season. The floor is yours, sir. Uh, I've got four, four win totals that I'm interested in college-wise. I'll leave Missouri till the end because I know that's one that you have, uh, one of which is the University of Michigan under the 10 wins plus 110 that uh, I see some questionable ones. They play 13 games, so the minute they lose three, you're at least pushing. Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame, and Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's going to be as bad as they were last year, and that's early in the year. I see his four losable games for Harbaugh, who is yet to win his side of the Big Ten. So like, that one is the one that I absolutely feel the best about, that under 10 wins for Michigan plus 110. All right. Uh, next up. Notre Dame is kind of a, an iffy one for me, but I'm going to go over the nine minus 125 at Georgia early in the year could potentially break them. And then it brings Michigan in also, but the rest of their schedule is absolute garbage. In my opinion um, at Louisville, when they scheduled that game, you were thinking, okay, well, the Lamar Jackson and Bobby Petrino days, maybe they continue on whatever it is. Uh, that looks like a nothing game on Labor Day Monday. Like I said, at Georgia on the 21st of September is a massive game. But the rest of it is nothing special. USC is not any good any longer. Um, Virginia Tech, nah. They got an easy side of the ACC of the games that they play there, so I really do like the over nine there in 125. And then uh, I, I, I guess they are college football darlings because, well, they finished the season pretty well and they beat a Georgia team in a bowl game that Georgia didn't care about being there. Uh, but I'm going to go under the nine wins for Texas, minus 135. LSU in week two. Oklahoma State has perennially been a 10-win team. Last year they were down. I'd like them to bounce back from where they were. Oklahoma, I see them losing that game. Then at Iowa State in November uh, is never a fun game for anybody to play. And Matt Campbell's got a pretty good team there at Iowa State. And then there's that, that tweener game at TCU. Uh, so I do think there's value in the under nine minus 135 for Texas. And like I said, uh, the Missouri game, the Missouri team, I think I probably share with you. But I love the over eight. Uh, now it's minus 150, but yeah. I love, love, love the over eight. And it's just a matter of, I think I see eight wins for sure. And can they pick up a, a questionable one Great uh, pick. somewhere else? Gangster Pete likes your play. Boy, that oh, line's yeah. moved a lot, though. That's like the, the sexiest, most popular pick in all of betting this offseason. What's that, Missouri over? Yeah. Is that right? Didn't it open at, what, six and a half or seven? I know it was seven, something, seven or seven and a half. I got oh. it at, uh, what, eight minus 150. I saw it. Yeah, that's what yeah, it's that's at. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Seven and a half minus 210. What would you do in that situation? What would you rather have? Seven and a half minus 210? Seems a little uh, bit I, goofy. I take the eight because I, I, I see eight wins. 
you know, just just looking at it. Now it's assuming everybody stays healthy, but I see eight wins, so I would I would take the over eight. Maybe you end up pushing, and it's not the end of the world. Uh, but I wouldn't want to drop that that's that two ten in case somebody gets hurt. You know, if if if, if there's one or two injuries, everything kind of changes a little bit. But I, I I look at it and I see eight wins. G unit, sure. your play, sir. Yeah, uh, Joe, pretty good pick. Disagree with Notre Dame. I, I, I don't think that's going to go over. I'm looking at seven wins there. My my plays, Carolina, Panthers, over eight season wins. Oh, you're going NFL out of the gate. Oh, yeah. These are uh, – yeah, I think they'll all be NFL probably. You're an NFL guy, unit. I am an NFL guy. Um, so, Panthers over eight. I think they had a pretty tough schedule last year, lost a lot of close games. This is really dependent on Cam Newton's health. Uh, mm. So, in that sense – it is probably going to be known pretty quickly whether or not it's going to be a winner. If he stays healthy um, for the, the first part of the season, they're going to get their eight wins easy, I think. Um, and I look for him to be a playoff team. Not win the division. You got the Saints there, but minus 125, eight we wins. Minus 120. Oh, okay. Yeah, I print. You sleeping on the Falcons? Unit, you sleeping on the Falcons? I think they're all I mean, right. They're, they're, they're I mean, in that division, too. That's a darling pick too for for a lot of people. I I, I don't know. I think they're okay. I'm, probably they're going to be eight and eight, nine and seven, like like they they usually are, right? We'll see. I see eleven wins. Eleven <laughs> wins for the Falcons. Uh huh. <laughs> I love you, Joe. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, uh, as we're talking about prediction, I just w- wanted to let it be known. I did take the Blues twelve to one hmm. before the playoffs started. Wow. To win it all. Nice hit. And I took the Raptors at plus 280. Wow. Yeah, something else. But I, I have to admit, I, I bet off some of the Raptors after the, what was it, after game three. I can vouch for all of that. Look at that. So I I, I didn't uh, win as much as I should. Anyways, now my second uh, pick here, Steelers to make the playoffs. I got it at 110, minus 110, gangster. Is that what it's still at? I think that's it. Oh, I really a, like that. Yeah, I, I love it. And their, their season win total is nine. Um so I took that too. So those are really my my next two. Uh, Steelers. They shed a lot of crazy. God, they shed a lot of crazy. Yeah, they did, and I, I think they're going to be better for it. They lost talent, but they lost crazy. Um, in their division, I just think it's overrated. I think the Browns are getting so much publicity, and and it's not going to be one of my picks here. But I think the Browns under season win total would be a good good pick at nine. But I'm, I'm, that's not going to be one of my picks. But I see the Steelers making the playoffs, winning at least ten or eleven games. Uh, so on, you got you got the Steelers over also. Let me see what I, what would that be? That's Steelers two, over nine. Three, yes. And that's minus one thirty-five. Oh wow! Used to be minus one ten. Steelers making the playoffs is minus one ten. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I got the Steelers over nine at minus one ten several weeks ago. I understand. Got to call those line moves, gangster. Um, so what is that? Is that my? That's my second, third picks, third and fourth. Wait, fourth and fifth picks. Touchdown passes. Carson Wentz and Tom Brady. I'm going to go under on both those numbers. What I had him at was Carson Wentz at 27 and a half under. Tom Brady 29 and a half. Is Wentz even still on the board? I'm assuming he is. But we uh, got Wentz at 29 and a half. You want the over or the under? Oh wow! It went up two touchdowns. I want the under. 29 and a half under Carson Wentz touchdown passes. Boy, that's a good bet. I that's mean, minus 140. I'll take it. Uh, so you got the, with these bets, they're they're great because the injury concern with 
Wentz, and then Brady's just getting older, and he's not throwing downfield as he, as he as much as he used to. His yards per attempt have, have gone down significantly these last few years, and he's just I I bet this season Belichick runs the ball a lot. So is Brady still twenty nine and a half? Twenty eight and a half minus one thirty. Twenty eight and a half, and at his age, you you, you definitely have a, a injury risk, or or maybe even sitting him a, a few games if they are already in the playoffs. So. Uh, under on both those touchdown passes. And the is this my sixth? The biggest pick of the year. This is my biggest bet of the year every year, and that is the uh, bottom seven teams from last season, one of them to make the playoffs. And that is the Dolphins, Bengals, Raiders, Cardinals, Redskins, Bucks, and Lions. And I think that's I even would, money. Uh, it's plus I 100. I don't know which one of those teams it would be. Yeah, you may. Well, that's what's so great about the bet, Joe. You don't know, but you're rooting for all seven of these losers. Last year, I had thought it was would be the Cardinals and maybe the Bengals. It was neither, but the Bears came out of nowhere and made the playoffs last year. And the year before that, it it, it was Jacksonville. Remember, they almost went to the to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it seems like every year, one of these these bottom feeders starts winning early and they keep it going and they make the playoffs. So one of these seven is going to make the playoffs, even money, biggest bet of the year. Tim? G-Unit is in. Here is what we have, and by we I mean the weatherman, and I'm essentially his message boy. Uh, To give you a couple plays for this weekend, he is on the under of Florida and Miami, 47 and a half. Uh, Hawaii plus 11 against Arizona. He says he really likes this pick. Many people only saw Hawaii during the bowl game. When their offense sputtered, I'll see that as an exception. Hawaii brings 18 of 22 starters back, um, and it's a June Jones style of offense. Tough spot for Arizona in year two under someone. Road trip with distractions. He does make that a factor oftentimes for his plays, in particular with bowl season. So he's on Hawaii plus 11 and the under of Florida and Miami. Says he fully expects both coaches to play this strictly tight the first few series. On top of this, Miami's a new coach, but not necessarily a new system with a new quarterback. Even a game like 24-23 still hits that under a 47 and a half. So there's some 47 plays. and 10 and a half on those. Uh, 47 and 10 and a half. So those numbers have moved for the weatherman. Uh, these are his best win total plays. Overs. Colorado State. Three and a half. The Rammies are three and a half. This is my favorite pick of the lot, he says. Colorado State went three and nine last year, but... The previous three years won seven games. Missouri, eight and a half. Uh, I don't like the eight and a half. It started at seven, but I can't see this team going eight and four with this schedule. Uh, That one's eight. That's eight? Yep. And it's what, minus 150? Yep. Uh, Minnesota, seven and a half. I also have the Gophers winning the Big Ten at 20 to one. I'll hedge if they're in the title game. Syracuse, seven and a half. Minus 110, and Wyoming, 5.5, minus 110. Missouri's first opponent. He's got Wyoming's win total, 5.5 over. Unders, Wisconsin, 8.5. The schedule's too brutal on road games, plus their Big Ten crossover game is Michigan. And Bowling Green, 3.5, plus 140. That's what he has. I don't know what you've got over there, Gangster Pete. A magnificent value pick. I have n- That just shows the weatherman's detail. I couldn't even tell you what Bowling Green is doing, but he's got Bowling Green as one of his plays that he considers a value, and it's a value when the under is three and a half. Bowling Green must be horrible. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, holy I remember crap. they beat Mizzou when we were uh, undefeated several years they ago. They did. Yep, I think it's the start. This. I think it might have been Gary Pinkle's first game as head coach. I think he lost to Bowling Green. I think. I think. Wow. Which would have been 2001. Uh, so there it is. Uh, the weatherman's picks are in. And uh, he's been, I mean, he's been working on this stuff for a while. And I'm anxious to see how it plays. Yeah, he, they lost to Bowling Green 20-13 to 13 in Gary Pinkle's first game. Yep. Fun That's down to no three now. Fun facts for no intel. It's down to three? Yep. Under three at plus 125. Wow. Bowling Green must be dreadful. So there it is. The plays are in for uh, week zero because we're not counting these. Is that correct, Gangster? That's right. These are just for fun. Fun and games. But the listeners get knowledge and the listeners want to start degenning out while the weatherman is back. Can the weatherman continue his run? I think I said his over-under on percentage against the spread would be 57.5 this year. Uh, G unit, will you go over or under? That he said it at that. I said it at that because I'm just meeting halfway between 50 percent what he did last year. Boy, I mean, can I'm you gonna, keep that run yeah. going? It's just so tough to do. But he is he. I mean, you can't argue with the preparation because I see the thought process he goes through on these things. Oh yeah, but uh, I, and I I'm gonna know. tail. I'll tail his action uh, all, all season yeah. long. But I'm gonna say under. That's just too. Too high of a number to repeat. To, to repeat that. Uh, and I think I, I, if I had to bet, I think the beginning of the weatherman season is going to be a bit of a letdown. Oh my goodness! And then he'll <laughs> surge back, and he'll he'll be in in competition with unit for the championship. <laughs> now you're leaving out producer Joe. I noticed. I set Joe at plus two hundred to win this contest. Oh, is that right? Well, I didn't know you're plus one thirty. What's the weatherman? Minus one ten. Oh, he's the, he is the favorite. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I got I got to. Joe, go. you're two to one. <laughs> I feel pretty good about those. Odds. Would you buy yourself, <laughs> Joe? Would, would, would you buy yourself? <laughs> I, 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 Joe always I buys himself. <laughs> I I do tip my cap on that. He always <laughs> buys himself. Uh, all right, so the picks are in for the season win totals, and the weatherman gave you a couple for this weekend. On the under on Florida and Miami, Gangster Pete letting us know that's dropped to 47. And then uh, he likes Hawaii plus 10.5. He had it at 11, but it dropped to plus 10.5. I'll, so. I'll give you a little taste for this weekend. Uh, this is the over between Arsenal. a couple of English soccer teams. What do we have? Uh, over of Liverpool Arsenal. There it is. Uh, I think it's, right now it's at 3.5. <laughs> right now it's at 3.5. And you like the over? I do like the over of that game. Producer Joe is on stay, the over. Stay away from... Stay away from United and Crystal Palace on Saturday. G Unit, you were going to be all over Crystal Palace, so this is going to have <laughs> to make you pump the brakes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good old Crystal Palace. Hey, Joe, what would your uh, St. Louis MLS team name be? Dogs. Uh, I, 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 don't, I, I ultimately don't care. I do hope that Purina sponsors the stadium, and then you have the dog pound. That's the only thing that I think. Oh, wow. oh so you're on board really with this cool. dog thing. I love the dog. <laughs> I do, too. No, I, I love it. it. That's That's hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I would love it to be the dog pound, and Purina's right here in town. I mean, it just makes too much sense. I just think it's going to be uh, square with square here and Jack Dorsey being involved. That's what I think. The St. Louis squares? Uh, no, I not the squares, square, but I think the building no, will be called that. Just... And it's the shape of a square, get it? I, it? Really, I really do think that's going to be I think that's a play. I would. I, if, but this is not a weatherman-sanctioned play, but this is, a, this is my own play. As far as team play name, I have no pound. idea. Team name, yeah, I don't care. Just something really. simple, right? Well, you are a, you're anti MLS. I'm not anti MLS. I just understand what MLS is and what it is right now. What uh, is it? Uh, it is a not high quality enough. global league. It's a, it's a third tier global league. And what? That's fine. I mean, what did you just say, Joe? It's a third 
tier global league. I, I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> okay. But, and that's fine. But just understand who you are. Like When you have one of your, your you know, big acclaimed players in Zlatan Ibrahimovic saying a guy that his team just signed is too good to be playing here, that kind of tells you what the league is. Uh, man. You know, like, and I'm fine with it. Like, I, I wish they would just think themselves as being, we're going to be a selling league. And Atlanta, you know, great. Atlanta United, go read some of the stuff that they've done, you know, since they've come into the league. What have they done? They've got no problem. They've, they, they have the best development team in, in all of MLS, and they've been around for two years. What's with that? Why is um, Atlanta such a hotbed of soccer? I read something about that. Uh, because Atlanta's a hotbed for everything. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily that way 25 years ago, but it was it was getting there at that point because not a whole bunch of people – that live in Atlanta were born in Atlanta. It was a place that people wanted to come to. And with that, you have a wealth of ideas from all over the place coming together. And, I mean, they're also a football factory and a basketball factory and a baseball factory, too. Uh, they have a lot a of factories going on in great. Atlanta. They make Coca-Cola well, factory, too. <laughs> yeah, well, and Delta. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are, you not, are you betting on the Falcons over win total? What? <laughs> You I mean, really hung, you're no, up I, on this. I, I, I can't no, believe I it. I don't even know what their number is. I just I, I, I think you're you're underplaying them for sure. I think you're underplaying uh, the MLS. Hot shot. I, I, well, <laughs> MLS is great, and I think it'll be fun, and I'll have season <laughs> tickets. And I, hell, I'm going to Atlanta United game that weekend that Georgia and Notre Dame are playing. Uh, but it, you know, it'll be a fun thing. But the league itself, I don't think people should get too confused with what it is, and. It would be great if what the league became, and there's nothing wrong with it, as develop a whole bunch of players that you end up selling, and then you really can start making money when you start seeing what top-quality players are going for these days. Become a developmental league and start building that way. They've kind of moved away from the aging European superstar, although you know Zlatan's here and Wayne Rooney's here for a couple more weeks before he goes back to England. They've gotten away from trying to sell tickets that way, the Beckham model crap. Uh and that's the way to be. Hell, Atlanta's done it too. They they bought young players, and then you can sell them. Miguel Omaron, who plays for Newcastle now, United sold last or Atlanta United sold last January. That there's money to be made that way, and there's nothing wrong with it. But trying to bring over aging superstars, then it is stupid. It doesn't interest me at all. Hmm. Producer Joe, he always tells you what he thinks, Gio. He's not going to hold back. No, and I love the opinion. He loves the Falcons over, and he and he's shorting the MLS. And Falcons over eight and a half. I don't think I'm shorting MLS, but I I just I understand what it is. Well, what's the second tier? If Europe's the first tier and we're the third tier, well, what, no, 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 what no. is that? Bundesliga, second Bundesliga. Second Bundesliga. <laughs> I'd say the first tier is England, Spain, Italy, Germany, and I guess you would put France in there. Although it's so top heavy that I would almost say that France is probably in the second level. Um, then the rest of it would probably be the, uh, the Dutch league is kind of in there. Then you start getting into, uh, Brazil, you start getting into Argentina. Some of the, like the Asian leagues are weird and they throw away around huge dollars for aging players. Are we below the Asian soccer leagues on the tier uh, level? The Chinese the Chinese Super League, I would say the Chinese Super League and MLS are probably about the same, but it's not because the Chinese Super League's probably got bigger global name players. It's called the Chinese uh, Super League. Super League, yeah, it's called it. But like, the United States, the, the, the 
MLS isn't as good as Liga MX, which is Mexico's league. That anytime those two teams, you know, you have an MLS team versus a Mexican team, the Mexican league player or teams are doing so much better in head-to-head competition in the CONCACAF Champions League. So you can't say that MLS is better than Liga MX. Um, that I mean, they're just they're they're down the the the, the totem pole a little bit. The Ukrainian league is probably better than MLS. Oh my gosh! All right. Um, well, when St. Louis joins this thing, we'll, we'll reassess because we're going to change the whole face of this league. Uh, the league's set up so that that can't really, really, really happen. <laughs> but, okay. There it is. Producer okay. Joe, not happy about it, but <laughs> bullish on the Falcons and the Fighting Tigers of Missouri. Am I right? I am. I'm on the over the eight there. There it is. Uh, all right. Uh, pick six. It starts up officially next week, but this gives you a little taste for what it's going to be in the 2019-2020 season. Gentlemen, thank you as always. Thank you, G-Unit. Hey, good being here, Tim. Great to see you back here in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Producer Joe, welcome back for another year. You're plus 200, according to G-Unit, to ship this thing. Thank you. I feel good about my chances. Yep. I will... Uh... I would like to make sure that we keep this podcast forever and ever because I've been uh, doubted early on, and I will look forward to going back uh, because, you know, it's all right here, and it's easy to find. That We'll find out that I was so, so right, although I do like G-Unit's play on the Panthers as long as Cam Newton's healthy. The but Carolina I, Panther play came that. out of nowhere. All right, thank Booyah. you, Producer Joe. Uh, Gangster Pete, thank you so much. Thank For you. all of our sponsors, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Design Air, Heating and Cooling Online at designairservice.com, and Johnny Landoff Chevrolet at landoff.com. Chevy, find new roads. Thank you to our sponsors for making Pick 6 possible. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside of Steel Podcast Network.